Keep the change, you filthy animal. Where's the beef? Hey, how you doing? Hold on to your butt. Feels like an Arby's snack. Mine. Son of a... That's gonna leave a mark. Chili, baby, back with Well, what if there is no tomorrow? There wasn't one today. This is Tom and Jim's Top 5. Naming their top five lists on everything pop culture. Celebrating the 90s, sports, movies, music, and more. They're not authorities, just grown children. Here's your hosts, Tom Skull and Jim Doubt. Just Jim Dandy. See what it is. Oh, because my name. Oh, that is your name. (laughs) Could you be... Could you be Tom Dandy? I could be Tom Terrific. Or yeah. um, Tom Thumb. Don't go there. I've heard that my whole life. Could you be... Really? You've heard that your whole life? Tom Thumb, yeah. Or Numbskull. That's... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I see that one. P- people are mean. That's why, I don't go, are... that's why I don't go to church anymore. I, mm-hmm. I still get... Uh... The I doubt it jokes constantly. I got one today. I get them probably four times a week. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised it's not four times a day. <laughs> it, yeah, yeah. It's it's more than it should be. And I I'll, I'll apologize. I'm sure I I know I've done those jokes to you in the time we've known each other. I know for a fact. Yeah, yeah I, I silently cursed you. Oh, I know. I can feel it. Like I know it's like a disturbance in the force. I know when you're mad at me, even if we're not even in the same state. <laughs> I could just feel it. Whew, yeah. It's a cold feeling. I don't like it. Mm-mm. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, um, I'm tired. I'm a little tired. But, uh, you know, other than that, we're good. School started now, and so we're all... You know, it's funny. When your kid goes back to school, then suddenly you have to get up earlier, too. I don't like that. Mm. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but uh, oh, we're doing good. Here's the second week of school. Or so it's uh, he's back in the routine a little bit better than he was last week. Last week was rough. Last week was rough. I'm telling you. When's your kid starting school? Uh, four years. Four years. Well, live yeah. it up, my friend. Yeah. Live it up. Turns, turns a year this month. <laughs> yes, because uh, I always think it's October. His birthday's in October, but it was supposed to be. <laughs> yes. And that's why yes. I always get that wrong. But you, uh, it was just under. Just a, just a year, almost a year ago now, where you called me like, yeah, I can't do the show this week. <laughs> yeah, pretty close. Uh, yeah, he was born on the 30th, so it's coming up. Nice, nice. Coming up quick. Happy birthday, little, little doubt. Yep, and that's why uh, my wife and I are going to see you in San Diego. To celebrate his birthday? Just to get away. <laughs> it's nice. It's nice to get away. You know, the first time we got away from our kid... Um, was your wedding. Oh. Yeah. When we came in, you guys got married and, uh, well, you were there. It was in Phoenix. And um, <laughs> we, uh, that was the first time we spent, well, it was at least the first time we spent more than like a two, a day or two away from Fletcher. Because we were there like six days, I think, five days. I don't remember how long we were there. I think it was five days. It's a long and, time. Yeah. And that was the first time we were away. So it's uh, it's nice. And it, everything turns out fine. You know, you're, at first you're like, oh, I miss the kid. But then you're like, man, I'm having a really good time. <laughs> yeah. <So. laughs> yeah. It's going to be really nice, too. Um, I'm sure he'll be fine. Right. But I think maybe his grandparents need to see that he can be a little asshole, too. Oh, yeah. No, you, your parents need to see that. I remember uh, when my parents and Dana's mom both at, at different times were like, yeah, I've had enough. <laughs> Like, yeah. it's just like, it's just one of those, like, we spend all day with them or, or a, more than a few days. It's just like, yeah, it's uh I'm glad I'm not a parent anymore. So these, that's what the uh, grandparents feel anyway. So, yeah. Well, yeah. they're still parents, but you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to seeing you. Yeah, man. San Diego's going to be a good time. We're, we're desperately looking forward to it. Right, right. I know I sent you a few things uh, on what maybe some ideas of what to do while we're there. 
Um, yeah, um, Brazilian Wax, I yeah. think, was one of them. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, but it was a, it was it was it was a tandem thing, you know. So that's uh, could be interesting. <laughs> we get to hold hands, though, right? Yes, yes, we do, and yeah. they play and they play like Sounds of the Forest music, and, and so that's uh, real. Can nice. we get Can we get Celtic Rain? Oh, I love Celtic Rain. We can do that. Yeah, we can do. Okay. That. Cool. I got to tell a funny story, and my wife's in the other room, so now she's going to be like, why are you telling the story? One time, uh, I think it was our anniversary week weekend or something, we got uh, we got uh, a couple's massage, whatever, oh, you know, where like, you, sure. you're both in the same room. And then they do that. Yeah. They put on the, the music that's, you know, like you said, Celtic rain or whatever. And and they talk, they talk so it's quiet, and they whisper. And, you know, they whisper. And... And I was so relaxed that when she's like, all right, Tom, you can uh, turn over or whatever she said. And I just went, okay. Like I yelled, <laughs> like I yelled really loud because I was like, I didn't know the volume of my voice at that moment or anything. And uh, my wife still brings it up and says, we can't do that anymore. I don't think you're allowed back. So, <sighs> uh, Should we do a show? Are yeah. you recording? I've been recording this whole time, Jim. I think okay. this is gold. I'm keeping it, throwing it all in. So, I Yeah. Yeah, I just I assume that you are mm-hmm. when I first say hello. Yes. yes. Okay. You say hello, and I say I'm recording. All right. Um. Yeah. Well, hello everyone. This is Tom and Jim's top five. I am Tom. My middle name is still not guessed by James Edmund Out. Uh, Tom Thomas Gregory Skull. Holy crap! That was really close. Was it really? That was like the closest. Dude, I thought I got it. Yeah. I thought I really got it. I Very close. Very, very close. A lot of the same letters. <laughs> At least three of them. So there you go. All right. Okay. On to Ooh. the next show. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, yes, we are, we are, we're back, Jim. We're back. I'm, uh, I've missed you so, and uh, um, we're going to do another show here. Um we're going to do our top five fair foods, Jim. Yeah, man. Whew. Another one to make people hungry, I guess, including myself. Uh, uh, I'm excited about this. But before we get to it, we have a few uh, comments from our last week's show. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and say them, Jim. Is that okay with you? Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Uh, good friend of the show, Aiden, he wrote in. Um, he was a big fan of your, our spoken word poetry. And uh, he said, "I'll be Jim's bassist if bassist yeah. if he's serious about doing the spoken word poetry." And he and he asked if he could wear a zoot suit. Uh, why he riot? Doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> be a zoot suit riot. Uh, another friends of the friends of the show, uh, they talk about zoot suit riots all the time. Which uh, I, are you, a Brian Setzer fan, Jim? No, nope. Moving on. Um, Chad wrote in. Um, he said, "Hey, don't know if." Um, you have this in Minnesota or Ohio. Um, I should mention our last week's show, for anyone who didn't listen, was our commercial jingles. Um, but he said, but this uh, should have been at least an honorable mention. And he sent a link to the Cars for Kids ad. And we did have Cars for Kids commercials. Did you have that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a bad jingle. Yeah. Yeah. He, he wanted that to be an honorable mention, but, uh, but I, we did have that. He was, you know, and I don't know if you have it in Ohio, but where you grew up, you had them, right? So. Yes. Ah, oh, good stuff. Um, here's the two more, two more. Josh Lewis wrote in, he's your best friend, you know, Josh Lewis from Texas. Yeah. He's oh your, yeah. We go way back. He's your bestie. Um, great commercial jingle episode guys. No, he said no love for the power wheels commercial. And he said, pow, pow, power wheels. I've totally forgot about power. Oh, wheels. you know what one I forgot about too. What's that? Skip it. Skip it. Skip it. Skip oh. it. Oh. Yeah. See, these are obviously great jingles because they're burned in our head. You, you said one word, and I knew exactly what you're talking about. Um, he also sent uh, uh, he sent in a commercial that was local from his era of uh, – he said, since you mentioned great local commercials, this one I grew up with um, – Start and it was like in 1983, and it ran on daytime TV for years. And he sent the YouTube clip, so I'll, I'll post it on our on our thing. And I I already watched it; it's pretty funny. Um, and he said also, yes, you need to try Elka Seltzer for hangovers. Uh, it's the it's the best thing since gold teeth, <laughs> which <laughs> you know gold teeth. Are, but Jim, you tried Elka Seltzer after this our episode. 
I did. I had a rough night, one right. of the nights. Right. And uh, swung by a Walgreens on my way to work and popped a couple when I got there. And uh, yeah, man, it's good. Knocks right. out the headache real quick, settles the tum tum. Nice. It's quality. I don't know why they don't hand that out with like your freshman initiation packet. Right. Right. It's gold. Well, we'll be handing it out to each other in San Diego because I don't yeah, know why we haven't tried this before. Ridiculous. So the, the the getting rid of the headache quickly, that's a big one for me. That's that yeah. like wrecks me in the morning. And so good stuff. I have one more one more um uh comment and it's my favorite one. It's from a new listener. I don't know if he's a new listener, but he's never written in before. His name is Matt Garten. Um hope I'm saying that right. And he said, I just got my mind blown. Who knew James Brooks had a hand in writing my favorite jingle of all time and that was that was like the best knowledge you've ever dropped on the show i i I, i'm going to agree with you like it was (laughs) that when i read that i'm like no way and i was gonna pick that anyway as one of my things but i'm like he he wrote this are you kidding me um he tagged this is on he put us on twitter and he tagged um mr brooks which he he did not retweet it or anything (laughs) but a lot of a lot of uh aspiring authors started following us so welcome to the show <laughs> we're, we're not writers uh but we do like some books coloring books for me jim actually reads real real books but Wait, didn't you say who did you say the author was it was uh james patterson i'm sorry did i say patterson. brooks okay. I, I i read that i'm sorry um, okay yeah the, the james patterson guys the with the the uh, he does all the murder mystery and uh, not murder. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. one every three weeks. He's like R.L. Stein. <laughs> right, like right, just a right. constant barrage of books. Right, um, yeah, James Pat. Sorry, I got that wrong, but uh, yeah, I, that's great. And Matt, thank you for writing in. Please write in again. I love hearing from new, uh, new peeps. It's good. Um, I actually got one myself. Oh, let's hear sir. it. Yes. Oh, yeah. You you sent it to me. Well, go ahead. I don't know if you noticed this, but I have I posted a few. Uh, pictures on our Instagram page. Yes, I put the challenge out to you last show, and you uh, you met the challenge, and you posted more than one, which is great. I did. I think I did three. Nice. I liked them all. Which, uh, for those of you scoring at home, that's three times more than the challenge. Right, right. But, uh, so our buddy Colton wrote to us. Yes. He says he's been listening for about a year, mm-hmm. and he absolutely loves the show. He says that our show is the reason that he's logged over 400 hours on Podbean. Whoa. He you should can... be like the spokesperson for Podbean. That's incredible. He should. Wow. We got to uh, send He that. says his favorite episode is, is the PlayStation games episode because he's played a few of the games. He was um, – uh, Colton was born in like – I'm going to say like 1999. And uh, so he's like just a little bit – too young to have played some like growing up with those original playstation games but he says he went back and you know he's played a few over the years so he really likes that one loves listening to our show mostly because of our wit i'm gonna throw in witty he didn't write this but i'm gonna say witty banter between (laughs) the two of us even though i don't always seem to listen to a single word that you say and i wrote back to him and said that that is true sometimes i do not but it's because I am probably looking up my next info on my next thing, or sometimes Skype just cuts out, and I literally have no idea what you say for like three and a half minutes. And then it'll cut back in when you go, right, Jim? And I go, yeah, totally. That's, yeah, man. It's my favorite thing. Yep. What, wait, what'd you say? No. Yep. <laughs> awesome. That's two, new, that's two new people writing in. Thank you, Colton. That's an awesome, that was some awesome comments. That's, I'm... Uh, we got the young ones now, Jim. He's a young one. He doesn't know half the stuff we're talking about then, does he? Um, I mean, I'd like to think some of the pop culture 90s stuff kind of carried through. It carried through, yeah. And I, I have a feeling Colton's one of those guys who goes back and, like, like how I go back to, like, the 80s stuff. You know, you yeah. go back, even though I wasn't, uh, you know, I was really young in the 80s, I still loved all that stuff. So, Colton, thank you again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Colton. It was it was cool talking to you. Keep writing us. Keep keep listening. We appreciate it. Nice. And um, uh, speaking of the '80s, I've been listening to the audiobook of Ready Player One. I texted you last night about yes. this. Yes. God, Tom, this book is so much fun. Um, I haven't like, seen the movie. I haven't either. And I wanted to read the book first or listen to the book first because I'm lazy. And it um, it has more pop '80s. It's all '80s pop culture references. Okay. Then you. 
can imagine. And I'm talking like the most obscure, random Atari game. They're, they have this whole thing in there about like this four game contest that Atari did or something. That's like just the most in-depth pop culture thing that I'm just like, oh my God, I can't even imagine. And this is probably all in the author's head. Like he probably just has this knowledge to win. To, I, I can't even tell you. I can't even okay, tell you. Don't what. tell me. It's just, there's one part where he has to play this game and it's like the coolest idea ever and you're gonna love it oh man i'm excited maybe i should just not watch the movie yet and just do because i walk all day i can listen to an audiobook Uh, i totally audiobooks it's like changed my life okay all right all right well i'll check it out just based on your recommendation just based on your excitement which you're never really that excited about anything 80s anything ever right (laughs) Right. Anything in general, really. <laughs> oh man, awesome! All right, well, let's get into our let's get into our show, Jim. Our top okay, five fair foods. Are you be, uh, before we get to the list? Um, you, growing up, you, I've talked about the Minnesota State Fair on the show a few times, and I have some info to give on it, and that's the big one we've gone. Growing up, did you have a big state fair that you went to? Uh, not. State, we did counties. County so, fairs, sure. Um, yeah, I'd, mine was the Mercer County Fair we went to, and then uh, uh, there was a town out by me there that did the fairs called the New Windsor. New Windsor, the biggest little rodeo or something like that, and it was uh, always the last weekend before school started. And then we did the Mississippi Valley Fair, which was um, like all of the Quad Cities nice. where I was from. It's in Davenport, and it was the bigger fair. Nice. of those and i think that's it i think those are the three main ones we would hit yeah maybe the rock island county fair maybe nice uh, county fairs are fun you know but you know i grew up we, we have a st louis county fair that's the county i live in, I live in but i never really went to it that often but we had every year my my parents would drag us down to the minnesota state fair um and you you know when you grow up here and you're young you don't appreciate it at all you know um because you're just like i don't want to walk around and look at some you know a bunch of 4-h kids you know and a bunch of crazy you know a bunch you know a a sculpture made out of butter which i think i've told you about that sure um um, but yes well would we did you go to the tulsa state fair i did i did okay we Um, used to frequent that yeah and and we went to the cuyahoga county this year where i live now but uh the tulsa state fair Yes. Was was very, was a lot of fun. It was. Uh, it was also like someone shook out a trailer park over the fairgrounds. <laughs> right, right. Just uh, out of the woodwork. It was, it yeah. was a lot of fun. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. The TV station that Tom and I worked for would go live from there mm-hmm. every day at the fair for like two weeks. Well, and when you put a live TV camera up, that that's like hummingbirds to a hummingbird feeder for some of these it's, people. It's so. It was a good time. It, it was, was a lot of fun. Anyway, it was a uh, good time. <laughs> I do like I do like fairs. We went this year and pigged out, and uh, excited to hear what you want to eat. Yeah. I did see something that's famous for the Minnesota State Fair, and I'm interested to see if it's on your list. It, it probably will be. Um, I know okay. a couple quick facts about the Minnesota State Fair. This year, it broke another record um, because it is it is known as the largest state fair in america per uh as a as an attendance per day because our state fair is only 12 days long texas is a month long so they have the most people overall but we have the most i've per- been to the texas state and fair. i've been in texas state for two i had to cover the texas oklahoma football game um, uh, i didn't cover it i went for enjoyment oh thank god that would have been way more that fun was the same reason i was there too <laughs> Um, but so that's cool. They, they surpassed, uh, in the 12 days, Minnesota State Fair this year surpassed 2 million people. It was always been like at 1.9 million for the 12 days. It's, it went over, uh, um, uh, two point, it was 2 million, 46,000 people in 12 days. Wow. Uh, yeah. Insane. Um, so it's pretty cool. It's a lot of funnel cakes. Yeah. Lots of funnel cakes. Um, but yeah, so there's some, uh, if, if anyone it's like, seriously, if anyone's up, in Minnesota at that time of year, that's one of the coolest things you can go do. And we all know, and Jim, you alluded to it. The best thing about state fairs or any fairs is the people watching. <laughs> so, totally. um, so just go for that. Uh, but we're talking about food, Jim, we go for the food. And so let's get into it. Um, do you want me to start or do you want to start? I don't care. It's up to you. Okay. All right. Um, I don't, all mine are what I recognize from the Minnesota state fair, but I do have one honorable mention later that is for, from the, Tulsa State Fair, so we'll, we'll see if maybe that's Ooh. on your list. Um, so my number five 
pretty traditional. It's just a standard foot-long hot dog. Just a hot dog. Foot-long. Has to be the foot-long. Okay. Um, I love it. I love it. Um, it there's just, there's, they're obviously all over fairs, and they're all over the Minnesota State Fair, but there's one stand. Actually, I think it's one company that has a couple stands around the State Fair, but um, it's called About a Foot-Long Hot Dog. It, and yes, you can say, we say about a foot long hot dog. Of course you do. <laughs> I don't. I say about. About. Boot. About. Anyway. Uh, anyway, it's an awesome place. Um, uh, the Minnesota State Fair is huge. So it's actually, if you're there, it's on the corner of Carnes and Nelson, the roads, because it's like a huge city there. Um, um, but I just love, just as general, I just, I love hot dogs anyway. I like going to a baseball game and stuff. But there's something about one at, at the State Fair. It just tastes so good. Um, and on, I, I get onions. And I'm one of those people who put ketchup on a hot dog. I do not put mustard. And I know people give me crap for that. I just, I feel, I don't, I don't like mustard, Jim. What, what, what's your thoughts on mustard? I, it depends. I like mustard, but if I'm eating like a burger or a hot dog, I don't, I don't like it because I feel like it takes too much away from the flavor of the meat that I'm eating. Thank you. That's exactly what I say. I think, I, I, I think mustard's for people who have taste buds that have gone away. I, th- I I just really think, um, and I I used to just eat hot dogs with no ketchup or anything on it, but now I started putting something on because people were like, oh, you're just getting a plain hot dog. I was shamed into putting something on it, um, but a uh, little ketchup, a lot of onions, love that. Um, but one of my one of my main reasons for getting them every year and like it is when I was a kid, we had a every year we went, my my dad would eat a bunch of foot long hot dogs throughout the day because we'd be there for like twelve hours, you know, or however long. And we, me and my brothers, we would bet on how many dad was going to eat this year. And I don't know. I don't remember. I should have asked him before we started. I should have called him up and say, what was your record? But I think I remember, you know, we would be betting like five, six, seven different, like he would eat like seven this year. And that's a lot. That's a lot of hot dog, you know. So, um, uh, yeah, but I don't remember. I, I, I do remember at least one year he had at least five in our trip. And not to mention all the other things at the fair we ate. Yeah, yeah. So um, I don't do that. I go with the one. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna just because I'm gonna go and enjoy other things. I'm like I, I already had the hot dog. I'm good. I'm moving on. Um, but yeah, there. I mean, I'm not gonna go into history of hot the hot dog. Um, everyone knows what the hot dog is. Um, uh, but a foot long hot dog, just just uh, phenomenal. That's my number five. Nice. Yeah. Nice. What about you, Jim? What's your number five? Uh, my number five is, uh, you can usually find it, one of the trucks or, you know, little stands there. Mm-hmm. And it's just a good old-fashioned, well, non-traditional Philly cheesesteak. Oh, nice. You love Philly cheesesteaks. I do love Philly cheesesteaks, and they always have them at the fair. And, uh, you know, they're never like a traditional Philly, and they're never, I don't know, I don't know how to describe them. They're never like... I don't know. They're not like a Philly cheesesteak, like a traditional Philly, but they're always great. Yeah. And uh, covered with cheese and usually some onions and some peppers and mushrooms mm. thrown in there. And you can't go wrong with a good Philly cheesesteak cooked on a on a flat top grill that's hasn't been cleaned in a couple decades. Right. Well, it can't, you can't because that's all the flavors in there, Jim. You can't clean right. that thing. No. Nope. No. No. Uh, that's awesome. So is there anything special you put on your cheesesteak or just the traditional toppings? You know, sometimes I switch it up. If they offer the uh, traditional cheese whiz, sometimes I'll get a <laughs> cheese whiz cheesesteak instead of the provolone cheesesteak. That, and, uh, that's rough. That's yeah. your, you're betting with your life there with the cheese. <laughs> and I, I do love uh, onions and mushrooms Oh yes, in the, in the cheesesteak. Nice. Fried onions see, the, or fresh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, fried. Got to be fried. Yeah, okay, good. Got to nice. be fried. Well, good, good. Well, anything else on cheesesteaks? No, no. <laughs> I really thought. What's that? I said I really thought about it. No, I know. I, uh, we just um, we made some in the crock pot the other day, not too long ago. Ooh, it was good. Thanks. My wife came up, had a recipe she found, and it was, it was, it was, I liked them. I liked them a lot. Um, all right. Well, my number four. We're just plowing ahead here, Jim. Uh, my number four is uh, kind of related, or it is related to my number five, which was a footlong hot dog. Uh, mine is the traditional uh, corn dog. Or, in Texas, the corny dog. Or, in Minnesota, and some other places, we call it a pronto pup. 
Um, have you ever heard of a pronto pup, Jim? Have you heard it called that before? No. No, I don't know why. I have no idea really why. I think pronto pup actually, it was a brand, I think. Anyway, but we call them pronto. But I've always grew up calling them corn dogs. I only called a pronto pup when I went to the fair. But okay. um, it's the same thing. It's a corn dog. Uh, and obviously, everyone knows what a corn dog is. It's a hot dog um, on a stick coated with a thick layer of cornmeal batter. And it's deep fried. And it's delicious. I yes. love corn dogs. I st- I even like the little like State Fair brand ones you buy in the store, <laughs> at the grocery store. Oh, I really do too. Yeah. How about the best part is like the little like crispy batter that gets stuck on the on the stick, like the crunchy yes. crispy batter. Yes, I didn't. Yes, it's fin- it's fantastic. Oh, oh man. good stuff. Um, I I found a couple. One little cool. Uh, nugget of knowledge here on uh, corn dogs. A number of current corn dog vendors claim responsibility for the invention and popularization. Proper popularization. Jim, I need help. Popular. Popularization of the corn. (laughs) It's late. Give me a break. Um, (laughs) Anyway, uh, they claim the responsibility for the invention of it and um, for instance, Carl and Neil Fletcher lay claim uh, lay such a claim, having introduced their Fletcher's Corny Dogs uh, at the Texas State Fair uh, sometime between 1938 and 1942. And my wife being from Texas, like, when I started reading this, I said, Carl and Neil Fletcher, and she goes, oh, yeah, Fletcher's Corny Dogs. Like, she knew instantly. And she grew up calling them Corny Dogs. Like, even not at the fair, even when people had them at their house. And um, so they claim, they say they <laughs> invented it. Uh, the Pronto Pup vendors at the Minnesota State Fair claim they've invented the corn dog in 1941 and jim this is uh what kind of neck of your woods not really uh but coats from where you grew up cozy dog drive-in in springfield illinois uh, i i have seen that they were invented in springfield yeah and they claim uh, they invented them as well <laughs> yeah it's, that's what I've, I've heard so we'll never know who's actually right hmm. it's illinois it's i mean Texas says they did sometime between 38 and 42. Illinois was 46. So true, true. You know what? Uh, it's America, and we all win. So let's yeah. do that. Uh, do you have corn dogs on your list, Jim? Uh, honorable mention. Oh, okay. All right. I love them. I, I just it's awesome. And it, there's something about like, yeah, I do like those store bought ones and stuff. You know, but there's something about like the one you get at the fair that it's not like perfectly bad you know dipped in batter it's got like it's a little crispier and stuff it's just it's so good it's just so good yeah so yeah i agree yeah that's it that's all i got on corn dogs <laughs> uh so what's your number what's your number four jim um this is something i got at the fair this year mm-hmm. and it was delicious yes. and uh they called it, it it's like um uh, like uh, tender uh, pork tenderloin. Okay. Okay. So, but not like it has to be breaded and fried pork tenderloin, or it wouldn't be the fair. So, uh, but this one was like a they called it a Texas tenderloin, and the thing was probably like I'd say a foot in diameter, with like a bun on the top to look like a little yamaka. Okay. They didn't cover any of the meat. And then it had like mayonnaise and lettuce and tomato and pickle on it. It was fantastic. Wow. I'm going to say, and not necessarily this particular tenderloin, but just a breaded fried pork tenderloin. Mm. That sounds amazing. It, they are delightful, sir. There's also a great one served at Culver's, which I know you can get to. Ooh, I love Culver's, Jim. They have a great tenderloin. Really, I've never had their tenderloin. I'm a I'm a, uh, a butter burger fan. There, you know. Well, it's it's hard to pass up the butter burger, right. but there's a lot of delicious things on that menu as well. All right. Well, maybe next uh, next adventure out to the the Culver's, I might have to try it just in honor of you. Hello. Little cheese curds and a tenderloin. Oh, get out of here. Get out of here. Don't even start. Um, actually, no, continue. No, don't. don't. Please, please start. <laughs> uh, nice. And do you say they serve it just, it's not on a stick or anything? Because everything in Minnesota, well, most of the things are on a stick. But No, this was in uh, a plastic, or not plastic, like a paper dish. Okay. With uh, with some, some paper. And, uh, yeah, man, it was huge. It was just this enormous 
awesome tenderloin. I ended up, so my wife ordered that and I ordered the cheesesteak and then we ended up swapping. Really? And she ate the cheesesteak and I ate the tenderloin. Nice. Yeah, nice. it was so good. That's love right there, ladies and gentlemen. That is, that is a marriage built for the ages right there. Remember when we saw a guy propose at the Christmas Story house? I remember that. That's love. Okay, that's, <laughs> that's, that's under, something. actually, that's more understanding versus love. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's tolerance. Let's tolerance. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know what? And I wish that happy couple many years of, of enjoyment and uh, of, of lifelong uh, happiness. Um, all right. <laughs> all right. Bye. Uh, you done there, Jim? Number That's your number four? That's it? Oh, I'm done. I'm going to take some alcohol seltzer here. Are you okay? Um, I'm sorry, but I think my dog keeps yapping in the – he's on the basement. And so, I'm so I apologize if you can hear that, but I can't get to him to uh, tell him to shut up down there, eh? And uh, um, actually <laughs> – let me let me pause for a second. Let me go get him. I'll be right back. Okay, Jim. All right. Okay. All right. All right. I'm back. You know those people probably didn't even realize that uh, I paused because I'm just gonna edit it together, right? I didn't even notice. I know. I'm here in real time. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. My number three, Jim. This is a Minnesota State Fair staple. Um, one of them. Uh, they have a lot. Um, this is on a stick, which most things at the State Fair are. Um, this is. It's a little different, but it is called spaghetti on a stick. Weird. Why? <laughs> Just because it sounds weird? <laughs> yeah, how does that work? Exactly. When I first came out with this, they came out maybe maybe 10 years now it's been around. And, you know, every year a big story is like, what's the new foods at the fair? And spaghetti on a stick, I'm like, how is that going to work? Oh, here's how it works. Um, they uh, prepare a bunch of spaghetti. And they mash it up in a meatball mix. So the spaghetti noodles are in the meatball mix. They make a big meatball. And then they garlic batter it and deep fry it. Put a stick in it. And there you go. So when you bite into it, it's a deep fried meatball and it's got uh, spaghetti in the middle. It's Interesting. It's awesome. It is so good. It's uh, And it comes with like marinara sauce or whatever you can dip in. Um and cheese and you you know like you put cheese on it and stuff Ugh, it's a, it's a whole spaghetti and meatball meal right there in front of you on a stick it's fantastic <laughs> it's so good it is so good um do you know the the guy named uh, Andrew Zimmerman the guy the, the bizarre foods yeah. guy well he's from Minnesota um he he got big by he was like on one of the local channels and he did a food segment and that's how he kind of got his start but he always comes back and does shows at the state fair and this is one of his favorite things in the world also is the spaghetti on a stick, and it is so good. I don't know. They're just, it's just so good. I, you have to try it, and th- that's the greatest thing when someone you tell someone for the first time, and everyone's reaction is the same. How does that work? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, it sounds like it'd be a horrible mess, and uh, it's not. It's, uh, it's great, and uh, they sell a lot of them. Um, the one thing I don't like about at the Minnesota State Fair where they sell them they're in this one building on like this one corner of this one wall and it's like you have to wait it's like you're waiting for a ride at disney world you're waiting in a line a really long time to get one <laughs> uh, but it's worth it it's totally worth it so that's uh that's it there's really no i mean i love italian food so if you could deep fry it and put it on a stick i guess i'm also in um oh, so for sure yeah just like ravioli oh. deep fried ravioli oh get out of here oh again oh. jim we can't be doing this. <laughs> I'm on a full <laughs> stomach here. I had din- a nice dinner tonight, and now I'm still hungry. Uh, all right, but that's uh, that's it. So it, anyway, I don't know if they do it in other fairs around the country. I'm sure they do by now, I think. But um, oh, you gotta try it if you if you ever see one, try it. So okay, all right. That's all I got on spaghetti on a stick. It's pretty self-explanatory. Well, after I explain it. <laughs> 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 all right <laughs> all right man let's let's forget this was... <laughs> you're welcome uh what's your we're gonna have three? to change our what we're gonna have to change our quote on instagram <laughs> from uh from your city councilman to that uh this well yeah i think you're right i think we're just, it's time to change it up all right all right well uh, but what's your number, number three? three yeah my number three is uh, you know, when you, I don't know if you do this. When I go to the fair, I eat in stages. So I'll get like the appetizers and then I'll get the main courses and then I'll get the sweet foods. Sure. So <laughs> I don't, but go ahead. Um, 
my first one is something that we always hit first and it's like an appetizer is uh fried pickles right with uh it always has to have the side of ranch oh you have to i i don't prefer them to be the entire pickle spear i like the chips mm -hmm. but if i can't find the chips i will settle for the pickle spears yes uh I love a good fried pickle. We order those at restaurants. I mean, that's oh, like yeah. one of our go-to appetizers. But I do love uh, fair fried pickles, and that is my wife's favorite thing. Oh, perfect! Yeah, this is one of my favorite one of my favorite things. This was an honorable mention of mine, and we are the same way. We order them at restaurants uh, all the time. We tr we try to we will compare like oh let's try their fried pickles, and we compare it to somewhere we had before. And um, I love fried pickles. This is a great yeah. pick, Jim. This is a great pick. So. It's very nice food to say. Yes, and you have to have the ranch. Um, do you have ever had been to a place that serves it with like Southwest Ranch, Southwestern Ranch? Yeah, yeah, I like that too. That's pretty good too. But I, I kind of just really just normal ranch. I'm good with that. You know, that's I like fine. normal ranch. I feel like a lot of restaurants feel like that's they got to put a spin on it, or they got to put yeah. they can't just do normal ranch. They got to do like a sriracha ranch or right. something. It sounds like something Chili's would do. I think they do. There you go. That's maybe maybe where that's where I had it. <laughs> so. Oh, chilies. I want my baby back, baby back. Yeah. <laughs> and fried pickles. Um, is that all you got? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's good. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, all right. Well, my no we're cruising along here. Um, my number two. Oh, this is this was hard to pick which one's one and two. So this is my w 1B. <laughs> but it's for this, for this show, it's two. Um, it is famous also at, Min at Minnesota State Fair. Sweet Martha's chocolate chip cookies. That's what I saw online. It's world famous, Jim. Like, yeah, it, it, you, I'm, I'm, I don't doubt that you saw it. That's like, that's what everyone loves at the Minnesota State Fair. And apparently, I, no one else does chocolate chip cookies. Maybe not as good as Sweet Martha, I guess. Because apparently, I mean, I read that even if your grocery store offers that the dough or the the cookie dough in a tub in the freezer section it will never be as good as what it is at the at the minnesota state fair you are absolutely right it will never be as good we i once waited my wife and i once waited it was at the end of the night because a lot of people what you do what, what anyway what we have done we wait it to the end because then you you get a tub you, you can get a cone of pick of cookies or like a bucket like and you get a bucket and you bring it home. You know, you snack on the car as you're going home, or you can have it the next day or whatever. Um, and we waited in a torrential downpour to get them one time. Because <laughs> oh we're like, we can't. We uh, we need them. We knew we, we weren't alone waiting for them. Um, but we, I absolutely love them. I absolutely love them. They're so good. Um, sweet uh, Martha is uh, her real name is uh, Martha uh, Rosini Olson. And uh, she's been there, I don't know how many years she's been there, since the 80s, I think. I didn't get to look that up. But they make 2,000 cookies per minute. Per minute. <sighs> to keep them, keep up with demand and to make sure their they're signature warm, gooey chocolate. Oh, God, it's just, it's amazing. <laughs> they're so good. They're absolutely awesome. Um, but, yeah, 2,000 cookies per minute. And uh, they're, it's, I don't know what else to say. You have, don't get the cone. Just get the bucket. Because <laughs> it's like you'll be like, why did I not get a bucket? And uh, I was gonna ask, how do they sell them? How how do they sell them? Yeah, I mean, like you said, a bucket. Like, do they sell them by the dozen or like? Um, I can't remember what comes. It's the bucket's like a ten ounce bucket, maybe. Okay. And so they just fill it, and they it's heaping. It's it's pouring out like you. They fill it up as long as they don't fall out. So they it's over the <laughs> top, and the cones the same way, and um. Oh, they're just so good. They just taste so good. They're, I don't know how she does it. I don't know what she puts in there. She's got to deal with the devil or something. But like I said, they're always warm and gooey and like the perfectly made. Because, you know, like you've seen those things where like you added too much flour or you did this too much. To, you know, and everyone's cookies, chocolate chip cookies are different. Um, yeah. And, and sometimes they're good, sometimes they're not. But hers are always perfect. There's that perfect chocolate chip cookie that you can think of. That's what hers are every time. <laughs> it's It's amazing. Yeah, so oh, I really wish I had some chocolate chip cookies right now. I'm gonna have to see if I can find these in the store here. I know it won't be the same. Right, but it's better than nothing. Exactly. Yeah, sweet. Better than chocolate chip cookies. I mean, right now, which are no chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> oh yeah. No, sorry, <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> I kind of felt like we were in the movie Friday for a second. Damn. 
dumb. You know, I don't know why. That's how I live my life. I know. God, I love that movie. It's a good movie. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. Um, but yeah, Sweet Martha's chocolate chip cookies. I was astounded. I didn't. I didn't know until today that she they pump out two thousand cookies per minute. <laughs> It's, it's that's insane. That's insane. Um, I, a lot of these vendors too. We didn't even mention. I'm sure the, the um, other state fairs, the Texas one, other big ones in other states. These people work for two weeks to four weeks a year, and that's it. Like they make so much money. The vendors that they make millions, and millions of dollars for like the twelve to thirty days they work. Like they don't do anything else. It's insane. Good Lord. Yeah. Um, but there you go. So, what's your number two, Jim? Tom, let me ask you a question. Yes. What is my favorite cookie? Well, it's not peanut butter. I know that. Um, no, it is It is not. Well, is it a chocolate chip cookie? Is that your favorite? No. Oh, is it a sugar cookie? No. Hmm. I oh, thought you'd know oh, the answer. Oh, I'm sorry. Oreos. Thank you. Yes, I'm sorry. Oh, I know where you're going with this. All right. We're, <laughs> we're halfway there. Yes. And when you're at a fair... You can get said brand of Oreo cookie mm-hmm. deep fried, oh, yes. and it is incredible. <laughs> it's insane. It's insane. It's amazing. It takes two of my favorite things into one thing. How can you hate that? <laughs> right. It's amazing. Deep fried Oreo cookies. Right. Uh, I, I try to get them every year. This year, I did not get them. I got something else that I teased about on an Instagram page. I'm going to tell you what that is next. But I went to get the Oreo cookie, and I didn't get it. I got this other thing instead. So I didn't get them this year, but I've gotten them every other year. We go to the fair. Nice. And they are delicious. Oh, man. They, um, I had, uh, I've had them one time. They have those at the state fair as well. And uh, they're, it's insane. You think, it, why would this be good? And, of course, it's, it's, I don't know. It's just, you're right, it combines two of your favorite things. I would add a third in there. The third favorite thing is eating so much I hate myself. Um, that's my mm. third favorite thing. Um, yeah. But, uh, oh, so good. So good. I'm sorry I knew Oreos are your favorite because we've talked about that many times. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, Jimbo. You didn't get them this year, though, huh? You you didn't get both? Why didn't you just get both things? <sighs> I should have, why didn't I get both? Right. Was your wife, like, giving you the eye? Was she like, no, nah, that's enough? If I say yes, will that be a justified reason? Um... I mean, it's a reason, and it's a, it's one understand understandable reason for anyone who's then married. Yeah, then, then yeah, that totally yeah. happened. Well, you're hey Jim, it's you're you're going to San Diego here in a couple of weeks. You got to watch that figure, you know. Well, I, I mean, it's it's always bikini season in San Diego. Right, right, and it, yeah, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say something, but it's not appropriate. Um, and it was about you. Um, anyway, <laughs> anything else on the deep fried uh, Oreos? No. Uh, do they come on a stick? No, they come in, in, in like yeah. a little paper little, plate. Little plate. Yeah, that'd be hard because you'd break the Oreo with the stick. Yeah, so that would be hard. Yeah, I don't know why you. I don't know what you because, were because because Minnesota everything's on a stick. I don't, although those aren't, I'm sure they're not. All right. Well, before we get to our number ones, Jim. Um, oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold yeah. On. Yes. I was on our Instagram page. Okay. And do you follow the dad? On Instagram, um, I do. Ooh, do we, maybe I only follow the dad on uh, Twitter. I did it be, based on your recommendation a few weeks back. You sent something to us, and about it was from the dad. I think I think the Instagram posts were just like a screen grab of the Twitter post. Okay, maybe, okay, but, yeah. So yes, uh, they posted one earlier today that says, "Hello, in the Sandlot, Smalls plays catch with a stepdad, which means there was another baseball. Didn't need to grab the Babe Ruth one." Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Wow. Mind blown. Mind blown. Yeah, what the hell was he thinking? Right? And his dad loved baseball. His stepdad loved baseball. There's got to be tons of, at least at least four baseballs laying around the he house. He had a whole general pail of, of baseballs in the garage. You know he did. Right. Uh, it, do, it Still love the movie. Doesn't ruin it for you. Love it. Makes me not like Smalls even more. But. It's the only time anyone's ever poked holes in the plot of that movie. And that was a vicious one. That one hurt. That stings. It stings. Oh, all right. All right. Back to food here. Back to food. Let's get to, Now that my feelings are hurt, I'm sad now. Um, all right. Honorable mentions, Jim. You got some honorable mentions? Oh, boy. Uh, well, I always got to get uh, a lemonade. Always. Yes. That's on my honorable um, mentions. Yes. 
a cream puff. And in Tulsa, they had these cream puffs that were deep fried with cream in the middle and then pie filling in the middle of that. Jesus. Those were fantastic. Um, oh, man. Let's see. I mean, pizza's pretty easy, but it's never, like, good. It's just there. Um, trying to think of anything else. I've never tried a deep-fried butter. I'd give it a whirl. I've just never been in any place that had it. Yeah, I'm not... I don't know about that. <laughs> so I mean, I'd do it. But of course, I'd eat it. <laughs> well, I mean, sure. Uh, you said corn dogs. Those are, those are on my list. Funnel cakes are on my list. Funnel cakes with ice cream are on my list. Mm-hmm. Um... Do you have any insulin? I feel like I need insulin. Yeah, I think you, you know, at least a ride to the hospital. Um, I had uh, uh, walking tacos. I'm a fan of those, uh, where you like the like it's a Dorito bag and that's all a taco mix in it. Uh, like a Frito pie. Frito pie or chili pie, as my wife calls it, because they would use the chili Fritos. And um, uh, alligator on a stick. Had it mm. at the uh, Minnesota State Fair. Uh, just rubbery chicken, basically what it tastes like, but it was good. Um, scotch egg. Ever heard of scotch egg, Jim? I love a scotch egg. Yeah, that's I've not... never had one at the fair though. Oh, fantastic! Um, a caramel it's apple. It's a British delicacy. It is a British delicacy. Um, caramel apple. I'm a big fan of caramel apples. Um, mm-hmm. Cheese on a stick. Basically, it's like it's like taking a string cheese and deep frying it. That's basically what it is. Um, I'm a fan of a of a, a good turkey leg. You know, good turkey leg. That's more of a Renaissance fair kind of thing. Totally. Yeah. Um, the Minnesota State Fair has these hot turkey sandwiches that are phenomenal. And they're right next to this booth that just has milk. Cold, like ice-cold milk. And, like, our fair is in the end of August, so it's usually really, really hot. And, like, for some reason, like, having a hot turkey sandwich with, like, ice-cold milk is amazing. (laughs) And so I love that. Um, I also had lemonade and uh, fried pickles, like you mentioned. And basically, um, anything deep-fried I'm going to eat. Like, I would deep-fry a shoe, and I would take a bite. You know, so yeah. Um, but the one thing I had on my list, um, I don't think it's on yours, but it was from the Tulsa State Fair. And it's called an Indian taco. Did you ever try that? When, oh yeah. Oh yeah. My gosh, the one at the Tulsa State Fair is amazing, and um, I absolutely loved it. So that's my honorable mentions. All right. Good deal. Number ones, Jim. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. All right, my number one. <sighs> this one is, I know for a fact, has taken years off my life. <laughs> And uh, I'm, I don't regret it. It is, uh, and specifically, the original deep-fried cheese curd stand at the Ooh. Minnesota State Fair. And they're called the original deep-fried cheese curds. Absolutely amazing. Um, so Ooh. amazing that you mentioned earlier that you like to like make it a, almost a coarse meal. You start with some appetizers, and you move to food, and then dessert. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, not me. <laughs> We would walk right to the original t- deep fried cheese curds at 8 a.m. and get these things. And um, later in the day, I might actually get more because they're so good. They were so good. Um, I little little uh, sad note here though. Uh, this the stand that was been there for 42 years uh, closed last year. That oh was, no! They the guy was 80 years old and. He, um, you know, they put in like 18-hour days at the fair, <laughs> and he just he, he was going to retire. And I don't know what happened, because people like are on at the Minnesota State Fair. They're on like waiting lists, um, like vendors are on waiting lists for years to get a spot at the fair. And once one is given up, they people you know it's jumped on and it goes to the next person. And I don't know what happened where he, he couldn't give it the business to his son who was going to continue it on. The state fair wouldn't let them for some reason and so the the vendor's gone it's no longer there and it's just it's just sad because it's like that's it was this little yellow building little hole in the wall and that's all it served is cheese curds and the line would be super long all day long and uh but but other other than the sad part it's the greatest it was the greatest thing in the world it's and they do (laughs) have other good cheese curd stands at the fair and i do like cheese curds you mentioned culver's they have good cheese curds by the way at culver's oh Um, yeah Maybe they'll maybe they'll sponsor us. Uh, no, uh, but it's the the one. It, you can't get them anymore. But the the original f- stand at the fair was so good. Oh, so I just love cheese curds. I get them any. That's another thing besides fried pickles. I'll get cheese curds if it's on a menu at a restaurant or something. So good, so good. 
no cheese curds for you, huh, Jim? Uh, no cheese curds, but good call. I do love cheese curds. Yes. All right. Well, what's your... Uh, what, what What do you dip them in? Nothing. Nothing. Uh, there's wow, enough grease on there. <laughs> there's enough grease on it that that's your dipping sauce, really, is the grease okay. that's left in the little little tray you get it in. Um, but you can... Uh, I, at uh, Culver's, you, for instance, or other restaurants, uh, uh, a ranch... You know, it's fine with a cheese curd. Is it you know a little ranch dipping sauce? Do you what do you? Ranch do? is good. What do you do? Ranch is 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 very good. Uh, but at Culver's, I opt for their barbecue. Ooh, yeah. I'll have to try that. I'm a big fan of dipping sauces. I I like dipping sauces as well, but I usually go with just like the ranch or a marinara if I'm doing cheese sticks. Mm, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, basically, I liked anything deep fried with cheese. Sounds like from this list, um, but. That's it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a phenomenal cheese curd. So what's your number one? My number one was a revelation. <laughs> All right. It was the best thing I've ever eaten in my entire life. Okay. It is a deep fried oatmeal cream pie. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, po- a- I, I texted you the same picture when I ate it. Right. But uh, I put it on their Instagram page. Yes. And... Um, I think they put powdered sugar over the top of it too. Oh, it was. I like. I, worst can't even describe how amazing it was. It was. It was incredible. It was so good. My wife and I split it. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go. I would have gone back the next day, paid admission to the fair, gone to that stand, and just bought another one and left. <laughs> it was so good. It was that good. Wow. I'm telling you, it was the best thing I've ever eaten in my life. It was. It changed my life. It sounds like it. For the worse. Oh, well, like it, like with me with the cheese curds, it's definitely taken years off my life. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, small price to pay, oatmeal. though. Oh, my God. A fried oatmeal cream pie. If you ever see one, just buy it. Mm-hmm. You'll hate yourself, mm-hmm. but, it's, but that, it's worth it. That's worth it. Oh, man. Good stuff. Well, I would have to uh, see if that fried uh, oatmeal pie has made it to other fairs around the country instead of I think just... it did I, I, I talked to my friend Tom about it and I think he said he saw it at uh, one of the fairs around alright I don't know which one oh, man this is I need a nap <laughs> after all this food uh, imagine if we were eating all this as we were talking about it we would never make it through we would have never made oh. it through the show So good. Um, so hey, what? Uh, real quick though, do you have any off the top of your head that you have tried that you didn't care for? No. No. <laughs> That's perfect answer. Because even if it's mediocre, it's still deep fried and good. Yeah. The one thing it comes. I may... I'm sorry. What? 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 <laughs> I was gonna say it may not have been worth the twelve dollars sure. that I spent on it, but it's still good. The one thing that came to came to mind with me it was a few years ago they came out with uh, chocolate covered bacon. Oh, I love chocolate covered bacon. And maybe it was the one I had. It just didn't. It just wasn't good. And well, I mean, it was still bacon in there, and it was still chocolate, so it's good. But you're right; it wasn't like worth. It wasn't like a revelation like you had with the oatmeal cream pie. You know what I mean? Um, but that's the one thing I can I, think of that I didn't like, care for as much. So, when we were in uh, Tulsa, me and Abby, who were going to her wedding in San Diego, and yes. Donnie, yes. who's staying with us. The three of us went to a bacon fest in like central Oklahoma, and it was just in a parking lot in a small town. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you pay your admission fee, and then you just get like unlimited bacon. And there were like stands with like bacon donuts and shit you could buy. But in the middle of the parking lot was a chocolate fountain, and you could just walk by and dip your bacon in it and keep going. Oh dear lord! It was amazing. I need one of those in my house <laughs> just to dip anything in it. I mean, no. Oh, it's oh. incredible. That's awesome. Oh, good stuff. Um, I, you said your wife's. What was your her number one? Was her favorite? Was her favorite thing is fried pickles? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, my wife gave me a list. Uh, her uh, she her number five. I'll go five to one. She had a, a walking taco, like or she calls it chili frito pie. Um, corn on the cob, but it has to be with lemon pepper on it. What she introduced me to that, and it's very good. Um, the hot hot turkey sandwich, sweet Martha's cookies, 
and she's a big fan. Her number one was what we talked, what I talked about before, Indian taco. It's, she said it's amazing that the Texas State Fair. Uh, good stuff, Jim. Well, this is great. Um, oh, I you... also love street. I do love street corn. Street corn. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, I thought you said something else, like something street. Like I thought it was a drug. <laughs> but uh, yeah, probably. Probably. Uh, good stuff. All right, Jim. Well, let's uh, let's get out of here. We got. We'll we'll do another show here before we head to San Diego. So what uh, what are we gonna do next time? We are gonna do our favorite podcasts that aren't our podcast. Right, because obviously ours is the best. I it's mean. something, and uh, also <laughs> it's something. Yes, I want to give a shout out to my buddy Nick. He started his own podcast called Profoundly Pointless. Oh, and uh, you should check it out. I will check that out. I love the name. I absolutely love that name. Uh, so good. I will check that out. So yeah, we'll do our top five, uh, fav- our favorite podcasts, and that'll be that'll be exciting. So um, in in the meantime, Jim, where can everyone uh, go listen to our old podcasts or, or reach out to us and talk to us like the great people did at the beginning of the show? Uh, check out Podbean. You can see our entire catalog. Yes, and I celebrate the whole thing. At uh, Tom and Jim's top five on. Gmail, Twitter, Facebook, Spotify, Instagram, uh, JDate. Uh, <laughs> we, we were on Farmers what, Only, we're on Tinder, we're on... Uh, what's right. that one? There was one, something about a fish. Um, I think we're on Grinder. Um, <laughs> was it, was what, the fish one? What was the fish one? It was like something like fish in the sea. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Not sure. We're there. We're there. On iTunes, which is probably more impressive than the rest of them. Yes. Oh, I forgot to mention. Um, oh, I'll, I'll t- a friend of the show, uh, a listener Mike sent us. A, he he sent us a Dropbox with some uh, um, some covers, and he's just so still loving all our uh, cover stuff that we did, our cover songs. And so I, I've been meaning to send it to you. So we'll talk about that next week. Um, I'll send it to you, Jim, so we can listen to it. And awesome. uh, so, but yeah, we're on all those things. Um, well, good. Well, Jim, um, I I thought. It would be all right. At the end of the show, I usually play some music or something. But I sent you something uh, the other day that a fellow Minnesotan, a guy I don't know, a fellow Minnesotan uh, made a song, created a song. And it might be one of the most spot-on songs ever for me trying to explain to people like you and other people not from Minnesota what it's like <laughs> to be to live in Minnesota. And and our response to when people ask us stupid questions like "Are you from Canada?" or "Is it cold there?" <laughs> or "Do you like hockey?" Uh, so I'm gonna play the song if that's okay, and uh, I hope you all enjoy it. And in the meantime, Jim, I'm gonna call you back in five minutes. I'll be watching a television program. Oh, PBS. Yep. Cool. LA is such a cool city. Where are you from? I'm from Minnesota. Actually. Oh my gosh. Are you like? So you're Canadian? No, no, no. Um, Do you have like a pet deer? You guys have cities? Have you ever seen the movie Fargo? Oh, the, I, I, you want a casserole? <laughs> like how do you, how do you get places? Do you guys take like snowmobiles? Do you know Paul Bunyan? Minnesota is a dope place. We got lakes with more boats. We got more shoreline than California's whole coast. We're living easy and relaxing. Instead of socializing, we go to our cabins. Most of us are Nordic Norwegian, which means that we're really, really nice, but we can't acknowledge our feelings. People always want to hear the accent. Yes, sir. Watch Fargo once and then everyone's an expert. We say pop, not soda. Yeah, it's sort of true. Instead of calling something pretty, we say oh for cute. Yeah, it's kind of funny when we say stuff, but just so y'all know, it goes duck, duck, gray duck. I'm from the state filled with all the lakes. Strangers always wave like they know ya. Traffic's a breeze, I can drive with these. Ride my bike in peace on the shoulder. I get taxed a lot and the roads are shot, but you know it's not always over. If I try to run in the end, I'll come home. Is where I'm from, Minnesota.
license and registration. Sorry, officer, here you go. Do you know how fast you're going? I might have. zero, you're sitting on the side of a road. Come on, get with it. Hey, Morno, you smell something? Tater tot hot dish? And yeah, we got a lot of farms, it's true. Sweet corn, beet farms, big barns, pigs too. But we've invented many other things with major appeal. Like rollerblades and post-it notes and Jessica Biel. With bright lights and dope views, I know we act red, but we always vote blue. Cause Minnesota stays progressive. We even tried to get Walter Mondale elected. But dating here kind of gets weird Every time I hop on Tinder I just see a fish or a dead deer And transplants, it's not that we don't like you It's just that all we know is telling jokes from back in high school We like pull tabs and drink Mick Golden If I got leftover hot dish, it gets frozen And to set the record straight again Being Minnesotan does not make you a Canadian I'm from the state filled with all the lakes Strangers always wave like they know ya Traffic's a breeze, I can drive with these Ride my bike in peace on the shoulder I get taxed a lot and the roads are shot But you know it's not always over If I try to run in the end I'll come home is where I'm from, Minnesota Never face a drought, no volcanoes or earthquakes The coast's about to sink and Minnesota is sure safe We're not as flashy as a New York or Europe The craziest thing we did was Jesse Ventura Most people think that we a flower state But when you think about it more, that's probably why it's so great And every state has its problems So when we start to feel down, we just look at Wisconsin I'm from the state filled with all the lakes Strangers always wave like they know ya Traffic's a breeze, I can drive with these Ride my bike in peace on the shoulder I get taxed a lot and the roads are shot But you know it's not always over If I try to run in the end I'll come home is where I'm from, Minnesota